from Insurance Business. Here's your weekly global news roundup for October 31st to November 4th, 2022. I'm Steve Randall. InsurTech funding was relatively stable in the third quarter as seed funding appetite returned, according to a new report from Gallagher Re. The global insurtech sector saw 2.35 billion US dollars in total investment during the third quarter, down 2.5% from Q2's total. However, early stage funding skyrocketed by 48.1% quarter over quarter, driven by the second highest number of quarterly seed funding deals on record. PNC InsurTech saw $1.2 billion in mega round funding through Investments of $100 million or more double the level of Q2. Despite the mega rounds, average deal size dropped 7.6% to $20.42 million in the third quarter. The decline reflected the volume of early stage funding, Gallagher said. Total deal count rose 6.1% to 140 deals. The effect was most pronounced in LH funding, which dropped from $917.85 million in the second quarter to just over $579 million in Q3. Deal size in that segment was also down, falling 38.6% to just over $15 million, averaged over 51 deals. Total funding of PP and C insurtechs rose 18.8% to $1.77 billion. The Asia-Pacific region saw its highest funding and deal count of the year so far in Q3, with APAC-based insurtechs raising a total of over $999 million across 76 deals. In the third quarter, 53.5% of all disclosed APAC funding went to India based insurtechs, which raised more than $210 million. Fraudulent instruction as a form of cyber attack is on the rise, according to new data from specialty insurer Beasley. The report includes data gathered between 2020 and Q3 of 2022, including cause of loss by industry, ransomware vectors, business email compromise and data exfiltration. Beasley analysed these data points to reveal the current state of cyber risk. According to the report, professional services firms experienced more fraudulent instruction and almost as many business email compromise incidents so far in 2022 as they did in the entirety of 2021. Claims caused by fraudulent instruction are rising this year despite an overall decline in incidents, Beasley said. On the other hand, system infiltration overall is down this year due to a combination of factors, including better risk selection, improved security practices and threat actor attention being focused elsewhere. This breathing room gives organisations time to get their cyber assets in order before a resurgence in attacks, the firm said. The insurer said that organisations needed to be alert to the ways gaps in inventory inventory could slow down detection and response capabilities both on premises and in the cloud. Facing one extreme weather event after another has left Australians feeling indifferent and fatigued, leading to a lack of preparedness for such events, according to Allianz Australia's latest research. The firm's claims data showed that 38% of home insurance claims resulted from extreme weather events. Since Australia moved into a La Nina pattern, the insurer has seen an 81% increase in weather-related home and motor insurance claims during the cat season, months the country typically experiences the most severe weather. The increases in free Frequent and extreme weather events across Australia has caused weather fatigue, with the respondents claiming they feel indifferent and fatigued by the weather, while a quarter stated they no longer tune in to weather reports. Additionally, 39% of the respondents deemed the weather unpredictable and unstable. Nearly one in five deemed extreme weather events inevitable, so there's no point in preparing for them. And two in five said preparing for extreme weather events is overwhelming. Allianz recently welcomed the Insurance Council of Australia's Climate Change Roadmap, which aims to to help insurers achieve net zero emissions for their operations and across their activities. 
Zurich Resilient Solutions, the commercial risk advisory and services unit of Zurich Insurance Group, has announced that it will become the preferred supplier of resilience and sustainability services to the worldwide broker network, the world's largest independent broker network. The Zurich Resilient Solutions offering will be available to all WBN members, with an initial focus on addressing risks related to climate change and diversity, equity and inclusion. Climate change is making natural disasters such as storms, floods, droughts and wildfires more frequent and severe. Zurich's climate change resilience services can help customers better prepare for current and future physical risks associated with climate change, significantly reducing operational downtime after an event, the company said. Insufficient attention to diversity and inclusion is also becoming a more severe business risk, impacting organisations' financial performance and workforces. Zurich helps businesses to strategically assess DEI in their organisations and work to meet recognised standards and their individual goals. Italian insurance giant Generali has partnered with claims management titan Crawford & Company for the latter to provide specialist cyber incident response and loss-adjusting services to the insurer's corporate and SME clients globally. Current and future policyholders who purchase Generali's integrated insurance solutions for cyber risk management and incident response will have round-the-clock access to Crawford's incident response platform and global network of crisis management service providers. The cyber incident response and loss-adjusting services to be provided are part of the Crawford Cyber Solution, which was introduced in 2015. A US federal judge has ruled that a lawsuit accusing GEICO of overcharging over 2 million car insurance policyholders early in the pandemic can proceed as a class action. US District Judge Beth Labson-Freeman earlier rejected the auto insurer's argument that a group lawsuit over the supposed insufficiency of its GEICO giveback program would create case manageability problems. She also rejected the firm's arguments that a class action would not be able to account for differences among policyholders, including the various time periods they were insured for, and would make calculating damages and adjusting rates retroactively more difficult. The judge said a class action would be better than individual lawsuits, with the Damages model the plaintiffs offered, presenting an appropriate percentage refund over a length of time to address manageability. The case stemmed from policyholders objecting to GEICO's announcement that it would offer $2.5 billion of auto insurance credits, including a 15% discount on renewals, starting April 2020, to reflect how people were driving and getting into car accidents less often since the pandemic. The complaining policyholders said GEICO reaped a windfall as the receivable credit fell well short of the substantial and full relief the insurer had claimed the credits provided, considering the lessened risks on the road. Geico is also defending against a similar federal lawsuit in Chicago, where it previously convinced an appeals court to uphold the judge's dismissal of the case. These are just some of the global and regional stories covered by Insurance Business this week. For more, visit our website, insurancebusinessmag.com.